Welcome to another episode of Mike's Money Picks. Today on the podcast, we're continuing our position-by-position analysis for the 2023 fantasy football season. Today, we are doing our buy list for the wide receiver position. If you missed our analysis at quarterback or running back, make sure you either check the channel page on YouTube or scroll down the episode feed on audio, uh, and you'll be able to find those episodes. But we are doing the buy list at the wide receiver position for today. Now, you know, you know, we're called Mike's Money Picks, so we got to make everything money-themed, right? So what is it necessarily to mean to be on the buy list. Well, the buy list is a group of players that I have ranked higher than consensus at their position. I am willing to draft them ahead of their current ADP, and they all have pads to easily outpace their current ADP. In other words, these are the guys that I want to leave drafts with on my roster. Now, does that mean that the guys on this list I'm automatically just going to take in rounds one through five and be done? No, I still rank players. So if you want to see my full rankings for individual player discussions, head on over to my Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike's Money Picks. You can get access to my full ranking and draft guides. But these are the six that I am more high on than anyone else in the industry pretty much. Um, And I'm going to express why for each of the six picks. All right. So if you're wondering also, the sell list will be coming out tomorrow. But anyway, let's go ahead and end the introduction. Let's go ahead and talk about the six receivers you need to be drafting in 2023. But first, let's get a quick word from our friends at Spotify. All right, so just to get things squared away, when we talk about ADPs here in this episode, I am using the ADP from Sleeper as well as their positional ranks. I just find it to be a little bit more reliable than the ESPN ADPs right now, Um, but there's not a whole lot of discrepancies between the two. If you're playing... You know, the same type of league, which this is taken from redraft, PPR, drafts. If you're playing the same type of league, then the ADPs are going to end up, you know, grouping fairly similar at the end of the day. So anyway, just wanted to get that out of the way. So the first receiver on my buy list is Amon Ra St. Brown of the Detroit Lions, whose current ADP is 17.8 on sleeper, and he ranks as the ninth receiver being taken off the board. I have him ranked as my wide receiver seven, and I have him ranked number 12 overall. So Let's talk about why, because I have him ranked ahead of C.D. Lamb and ahead of A.J. Brown, which is not how a lot of people have it. So let's talk about why. So last year, Amon Ra finished as wide receiver 7 overall and wide receiver 11 in fantasy points per game, and he ranked 8th overall in targets and 11th overall in target share. Not too shabby. Now, let's talk about Amon Ra's scoring over the last year or so. So if you exclude the two games that he did not finish last season, the games that he started but did not finish, that bumps his numbers up a little bit. He would jump all the way up to wide receiver seven in fantasy points per game, which would have matched his overall finish. Now, Amon Ross St. Brown's breakout game was week 13 of the 2021 season. It was when he became a full-time starter. It was when he you know, kind of had the breakout performance that put him on the map, and he ended the 21, 20, 2021 season on an absolute tear. Golly, that was hard to say. And just kind of continued on it for the entirety of the 2022 season as well. So since week 13 of 2021, Amon Ross St. Brown ranks as wide receiver three in total fantasy points. Care to guess the two receivers ahead of him? I'll give you a second. It's Justin Jefferson and Devontae Adams. Those are the only two guys who have scored more fantasy points than Amon Ross St. Brown since week 13 of 2021. Yeah, it's a short list and it's an impressive list and it's, it's good company to be in. Now also, in that stretch, 
Amon Ross St. Brown has only finished two games with under nine targets. Again, excluding the two games that he left early. And he's also scored double-digit fantasy points in every game that he finished except for one. That's in 19-game sample size. So you're looking at a guy who over the last 19 games has been absolutely dynamite in fantasy football. And I don't think he gets enough credit for it. Now, a lot of people point out, well, you know, Amon Ra, he's just this little slot guy. Like, he doesn't, you know, have the lucrative targets. But let's, like, dive into that a little bit deeper. Yes, Amon Ra does operate almost exclusively out of the slot. Yes, he does have a low average depth of target. His ADOT is 6.2, which ranks 96th in the league. However, he rates as one of the league's best route runners, which means that he earns a lot of targets. Are they necessarily deep targets? No. But are they plentiful? Yes. Does it remind you of another receiver who had a breakout season a while back? Yeah, it's a very similar profile to Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup does not get as many deep downfield targets as other wide receivers in his company. However, the sheer volume of targets that he gets, because he's able to win routes and because he has very minimal competition for targets, it all piles up and it ends up producing big-time numbers. The same thing can happen to Amon Ross St. Brown this season. He's not competing with any like primetime receivers out wide. Jamison Williams is suspended for the first six games. They brought in Marvin Jones, but he's just kind of a league average wide receiver. So with Amon Ra, you're going to have a guaranteed high volume of targets with minimal competition from a guy who wins a lot of routes. And as I said, he's been on one of the best stretches of fantasy football that a wide receiver could be on in his last 19 games. So Amon Ross St. Brown is on my buy list for the 2023 season. Next up is Deontay Johnson of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So Deontay Johnson's current ADP is 78.8, which ranks as the 34th receiver taken off the board. I have him ranked all the way up at wide receiver 26 for a gap of eight between his ADP and my ranking. Now let's talk about why. So last season, Deontay Johnson finished as wide receiver 28 overall, which was a down year for him after finishing wide receiver eight in 2021 and wide receiver 22 in 2020. Worth noting, the Steelers' passing offense hasn't exactly been great in either of those three seasons. You had the the corpse of Ben Roethlisberger out there in 20 and 21, and last year you had the Mitch Trubisky, Kenny Pickett cocktail throwing footballs. So not exactly prolific passing offenses, and he's shown us good fantasy finishes. So why was last year a down year? Well, it's quite simple. Deontay Johnson did not score a touchdown last season. How? I don't know. I simply don't know how he did not score a touchdown last season. So what that means is if you were to look at touchdown regression and look at kind of the areas of the field that balls were thrown in and kind of like averaged out or bell curved out the the touchdown rates for the wide receiver position, Deontay Johnson would have finished as wide receiver 20 in expected fantasy points per game, which is already a boost of eight from where he was as wide receiver 28. Now, let's talk about Deontay Johnson's workload though, because you know, it's, kind of easy to believe that he didn't score a touchdown if his workload wasn't that big. Well, guess what? It was big. Deontay Johnson ranked sixth in the league last year with 147 targets, which actually set the record for the most targets in a season without a receiving touchdown. It's quite astounding how he did that. Now, he also ranked 13th in the league in target share. So, you know, even if you were saying, oh, you know, the Steelers, not a big passing volume offense, you know, not a whole lot of, you know, targets out there. Well, well, you know, sixth in the league in total targets, 13th in the league in total target share. The guy was getting thrown the football quite a lot. Now, also, it's very easy to criticize the quarterback play from Pittsburgh. You know, you had Kenny Pickett last year. You had 
old Ben Roethlisberger in 2021. So last year, Deontay Johnson ranked second in unrealized air yards. That means that pretty much, if you look at balls that were thrown to him that were not completed and totaled all those yards up for everybody in the league, he finished second. So the bottom line for Deontay Johnson is that he finished his wide receiver 28. The quarterback play could not possibly be worse than it was last season or in 2021. I think the second year Kenny Pickett has to be better than first year Kenny Pickett. It just has to happen. And then touchdown regression is coming. There's no way he is going to finish another season with zero touchdowns. So you're looking at a guy who pretty much had his rock bottom season and it was wide receiver 28. And right now we're drafting him six ranks below that as wide receiver 34. Yeah, count me in on Deontay Johnson. He is on my buy list for the 2023 season. Next up is Marquise, aka Hollywood Brown of the Arizona Cardinals, whose current ADP is 69.9, which ranks as the 29th receiver taken off the board. This is the biggest discrepancy in rankings that I have of across, I believe, every position. I have him ranked as my wide receiver 18. Now, Marquise Brown finished 2022. It was his first season in Arizona, and he finished his wide receiver 27 in fantasy points per game and wide receiver 15 in expected fantasy points per game. Remember that category that I mentioned for Deontay Johnson that kind of regresses the touchdowns? Yeah, well, that stat loved Marquise Brown as well. There was a gap of 12 in his finish in actual fantasy points per game and expected fantasy points per game. But that doesn't tell the whole story. The whole story is this. DeAndre Hopkins and his 29.4% target share are no longer in Arizona. He's in Tennessee. So do we know what's going to happen with this Cardinals passing offense with no DeAndre Hopkins? We actually kind of do because DeAndre Hopkins was suspended for the first six games of last season. And through those six games, Marquise Brown was wide receiver five overall and averaged 11 targets per game. Granted, that was the Cardinals passing offense with no DeAndre Hopkins, but they also did have Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's status is very much up in the air for week one and honestly for a lot of the season, if I'm being honest. We don't know how many games Kyler Murray is going to end up playing coming off of this catastrophic injury. So it would stand to reason that, you know, Marquise Brown would need Kyler Murray to be there to be effective, right? Well, not really. Last year, Brown's catchable target rate over the course of the whole season was only 71%, which ranked well below the league average. So it's not like, you know, he just had this immaculate quarterback play last year, whether it was Murray or Colt McCoy or whoever. It still wasn't that great. So you're looking at a guy who, in the only sample size we have of being a wide receiver one on his current team, was wide receiver five overall. Granted, it's a small sample size, but it means that his ceiling is a legitimate top five wide receiver finish and he's being drafted way too low right now. So Marquise Brown is the third receiver on my buy list for 2023. Almost said 2022 there. All right, next up is Christian Kirk of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Kirk's current ADP rank is... Let me rephrase. Kirk's current ADP is 74, which ranks as the 32nd wide receiver being taken off the board. I have Christian Kirk as wide receiver 25. Now, Christian Kirk finished last season as wide receiver 12 overall and wide receiver in fantasy points 
or wide receiver 18 in fantasy points per game. Now, if you're sitting there thinking, wait a minute, why is he so far down the board then if he was that good last season? Well, Calvin Ridley is now a Jacksonville Jaguar, the same Calvin Ridley who was a top 10 wide receiver in his last full season with the Atlanta Falcons and is sure to command a lot of targets and probably figure to be the most productive receiver in this Jaguars offense. However, that's not a death blow to Christian Kirk. Last year, Christian Kirk operated almost exclusively out of the slot, ranking third in the league in snaps from the slot last season. And just from an X's and O's standpoint, as a guy who coaches high school football, you know, a lot of offenses, they treat the slot differently in terms of the route tree, in terms of the areas of the field that they target, in terms of the distance and depth of targets. The slot is a much different spot to play wide receiver than out wide. So I don't think that Calvin Ridley is all of a sudden going to jump in and take the slot role from Christian Kirk and bump Christian slot out or Christian Kirk out wide. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Christian Kirk's going to remain at the slot and Calvin Ridley's going to operate out wide, which is what Calvin Ridley's done for most of his career. So it would stand to reason that the usage of Christian Kirk from the slot position is not going to be significantly different this year from how it was last year. Granted, is Ridley going to take some targets away from him? Yes, but is Kirk still going to run the same route tree and be used in the same way? Probably yes. Now, if you were wondering, well, you know, how does that affect his numbers? Like, where, where could his numbers drop to if you're saying that, you know, Ridley is probably going to take some targets? Well, let's look at what Zay Jones did last season. Zay Jones was the wide receiver two in Jacksonville last season, and he received a 22% target share, and he finished his wide receiver 26 overall. Bottom line, this Jacksonville Jaguars passing offense can support two top 25 receivers. If it can do it with Christian Kirk in the slot and Zay Jones out wide, then it can for sure do it with Christian Kirk in the slot and Calvin Ridley out wide. I expect both of them to be top 25 receivers again this year. And I think that that wide receiver 26 number that Zay Jones posted last season represents Christian Kirk's floor if this Jaguars offense is able to score points at the same rate that they did last season. So I think you're looking at Christian Kirk right now as a guy who is being drafted at his personal rock bottom. I love drafting guys that you know, where I can get them at their floor, right? Because if you draft Christian Kirk expecting where you drafted him at, you're only going to get positive returns on that. He's only going to end up playing better than where you're drafting him at, obviously, as long as he stays healthy. Now, does he necessarily have like top five, top 10 wide receiver upside with Calvin Ridley and Jacksonville? Probably not. But is he going to surely outperform his draft position? In my opinion, yes. And so that is why Christian Kirk is the fourth receiver on my buy list. Last receiver on the buy list for 2023 is Juju Smith-Schuster, a.k.a. the TikTok King, playing for the New England Patriots here in 2023. His current ADP is 98.7, which ranks as the 44th wide receiver taken off the board. My rank for Juju Smith-Schuster is wide receiver 39. Juju finished last season as wide receiver 27 overall and wide receiver 35 in fantasy points per game. However, he was in the very prolific Kansas City Chiefs passing offense, not the very stagnant New England Patriots passing offense last year. So, not including the Kansas City year, what did Juju do in Pittsburgh? Well, he was pretty darn successful at the start of his career. In his first three seasons, Juju finished as wide receiver 16, wide receiver 9, and wide receiver 24 in fantasy points per game. And as I mentioned, it's not like those Pittsburgh Steelers passing offenses in the twilight of Ben Roethlisberger's career were one of the league's best. So if he can do that in Pittsburgh, then 
Is there a way he could do it in New England? Let's break that down. So last year, Jacoby Myers operated as the wide receiver one in New England, and he finished his wide receiver 29 overall. Jacoby Myers operated primarily out of the slot and ended with 95 targets, which ranked 37th, and a 22% target share, ranking 29th. Juju Smith-Schuster also operates primarily out of the slot. 95 targets is not a whole lot. 22% target share is not a whole lot. I think Juju Smith-Schuster is a better NFL player than Jacoby Myers. And so I think that Juju can definitely hit those numbers. And if he hits those numbers, well, guess what? That's wide receiver 29 overall. And he's being drafted as wide receiver 44 right now. So again, you're getting another guy who I think that his role on his team projects him to be a top 40 wide receiver, or if not top 30 wide receiver. And he's being drafted as wide receiver 44 right now. Now, do I expect this New England Patriots offense to set the world on fire and Juju finishes the top five wide receiver? No, no, I do not. Do I expect Juju to be a guy that you can draft as your wide receiver three or wide receiver four and count on him on a week-to-week basis to start in your fantasy lineup? Yes, yes, I do. I think he will definitely outperform his current draft position, and that is why I have him in my top 40 wide receivers, even though he is not being drafted as such. So Juju Smith-Schuster is the last receiver on the buy list for the 2023 season. Now, if you made it this far, that's the end of the buy list. If you like what you saw, hit the like button on YouTube. It really helps me out a lot and shows me a lot of support. If you hit the subscribe button on YouTube or on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you listen to your podcast, you'll be notified when new episodes drop, like the wide receiver sell list that is coming up, like the tight end analysis that is coming up, and like the rest of our weekly golf, college football, and fantasy football content that you can find here on Mike's Money Picks. Now, if you are a first-time user on Underdog, Use promo code MCONLY88 to get your first deposit matched up to $100. And as mentioned earlier, all of my ranks and my draft guide are available on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike's Money Picks. Also, I have to tell you guys about one last thing before we go. I am now partnered with Signup Expert. So what Signup Expert does is they sync to your location and they find you all the best promo codes for all of the daily fantasy sites and sports books that are available in your location. And they're all at the landing page on my personal site. And if you use my site, they'll sign up. It also helps me out and shows me some support as well. So if you go to signupexpert.com slash Mike's Picks, you can take a look at the DFS sites or sports books that are available for your region and find the one that's right for you with getting the best promo code that is available. All right, that does it for the wide receiver buy list. Make sure you come back for the wide receiver sell list. Hopefully I was able to give you guys some information here in this episode that can help you draft the right receivers in your fantasy draft for the 2023 season. Thank you guys for watching and listening, and I will see you next time. Mm-hmm.